Hey everybody, sorry this episode is coming out super late in the day. Um, I've been kind of off these past few weeks. But so, like I said in our episode last week, um, this week I'm going to be talking about osteoporosis. So, let's get right into that, guys. So, for those of you who don't know, osteoporosis is a condition that causes bones to become weak. Um, So, like, you know... They become weak enough where they just boom, they just fracture. Like, in doing simple tasks, you know, like, you're bending down to pick up your pen, and then boom, fracture. You know, like, it's not it's not very good, it's not very fun. Um, so something that is actually super interesting to note about osteoporosis is that most osteoporosis-related fractures occur in the hip, waist, or spine, and that's because so many of these fractures occur when people are just doing normal daily activities that they would be doing, you know, otherwise. So, um, for those of you who don't know, you know, like, the process of how our bones basically remake each other, um, you know, remake themselves. So, um, osteoclasts, we love our osteoclasts, they are responsible for, um, they're a type of bone cell, and they are responsible for breaking down the bone tissue, you know, so, like, I don't know, like, have you guys ever heard the saying, like, um, shoot, what is it, I'm sorry, it's, like, 1030, and I'm really tired, um, Anyways, sorry, my mind totally went blank there for a second. But so osteoclasts are what breaks down the bone, you know what I mean? Like after, you know, like it eats away the dead bone tissue and then in comes the osteoblasts who work together, you know, to make basically new bone tissue, you know? So like it's it's really like, I don't know, our body's amazing, you guys. Like we tear ourselves down and then we build ourselves back up basically like that's pretty that's pretty cool so I don't know I'm also my brother tells me I'm weird (laughs) but you know what I embrace it (laughs) so um osteoporosis actually occurs when your osteoclasts are working overtime and your osteoblasts can't work up so to kind of simplify that down your osteo osteoporosis occurs when the creation of new bone new bone doesn't keep up with the loss of old bone. So, you know, that is not fun at all. So something that is actually like really interesting about osteoporosis that like, you know, it's it's just kind of it's like one of those like, wait, what kind of facts? But so, um, White and Asian women are actually more susceptible to developing osteoporosis than other people, and especially if they have already experienced menopause. Um, So, you know, that's pretty wild, you know, like, I don't know, like, I always knew that it was more common in women, but I had thought that it was, like, across the board. But, like, knowing that it's, like, you know, more common in, um, Asian and white women, you know, like, I don't know, that's just, that's kind of wild to me, so, yeah, um, but, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that men and women of other races can't get it, you know, like, that doesn't mean anything, it's just, you know, statistics, ooh, I just dropped my phone, 
But statistically speaking, you know, you are more likely to develop osteoporosis if you are white or if you are a white or an Asian woman. So some symptoms to look out for for osteoporosis um, include loss of height over time, a stooped posture, a bone that breaks way too easily, and back pain which can be caused by a fracture or a even a collapsed vertebrae, which, you know, if you um, have listened to our episode on the spinal column, you will know that the vertebrae is super important. Uh, <laughs> so um, if you, if you um, went through early menopause, you know, or if, like, your parents had hip fractures or, you know, some some things like that, you might want to go see a doctor. Um, yeah, and, you know, like, obviously, like, if you went through early menopause due to, like, you know, getting your tubes tied, for instance, you know, like, I don't know if I would necessarily include that in reasons to be concerned, but then at the same time, you know, it really just, dep- it depends on you and your body and your family history. So, um, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So there are quite a few risk factors in um, osteoporosis. So these risks um, that I'm about to list off, you have no control over, you know, like, you, you know, you just, you can't control them. So, like, your sex, we already talked about that women are much more likely to develop osteoporosis than men. Um, age, like, we already talked about women who have experienced menopause and older men are more likely to um, get diagnosed with osteoporosis. Um, race, once again, um, if you are white or Asian, you have the greatest risk of being diagnosed with osteoporosis. Your family history, like always, if you have, if osteoporosis is common in your family, you know, it's not a bad idea to, like, start screening for that, you know, just yearly checkups, you know, but, like, with everything else, just know your family history and you'll be fine. Well, hopefully. And then um, your body frame size. So, like, if you are a smaller individual, you know, um, your bone mass isn't going to necessarily be as big as somebody who is, say, closer to average size, you know, um, which, like, you know, if you think about it, if you have a small bone, you know, if you don't have necessarily average bones, quote unquote, if they're smaller than average or even, you know, you know what I mean, um, then there's not that much bone to take away to begin with so um it can make deterioration become faster in smaller in smaller individuals um who develop osteoporosis so um there are some hormone levels that um can cause or you know contribute to developing osteoporosis so your sex hormones like we already talked about menopause um, when your body goes through menopause, um, your, you like, your estrogen lever levels drop. Um, so, you know, like an increased amount of sex hormones can actually 
um, be a contributing factor to osteoporosis. So in men, that's like testosterone, women, um, estrogen, you know, there are multiple different sex hormones, but those are the main two for both sexes. Um, so like, we don't really talk about like men's sex hormones and like their reduction, you know, like usually when we think of that, we think of, when we think of reduction of sex hormones, we think about women and menopause because there's happens dramatic you know in like a span of just a couple years but men um they actually have a gradual reduction in testosterone as they age um so you know just like it's pretty important to just keep that in mind you know like women um you know because women their sex hormones change drastically in such a short amount of time they are likely to develop it and therefore deteriorate faster than men would. So next we have another thing that's pretty common in women are thyroid problems. So there's two types of like um, thyroid issues. So you have hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. I myself actually deal with hypothyroidism. So, um, so, um, hypothyroidism is when your body doesn't produce, produce, excuse me, enough, um, thyroid hormones, you know, and hyperthyroidism is when your thyroid produces too much. Now, in this case, we're actually looking at the latter, so we're looking at hyperthyroidism, um, because too much thyroid hormone can actually contribute to bone loss. You know, so, like, that is just not super good at all. And, um, you know, if you are taking too much um, thyroid medication, it can also be a contributing factor. So, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's not very fun. Once again, with thyroidism, um, while, you know, while females are most likely to develop some sort of thyroid issues in their life, Males can still get it, you know, just like, you know, just like osteoporosis. So next, um, we have dietary factors. So as I'm sure that or that your mom or your dad or whoever, you know, took care of you when you were little, told you that, um, you're, um, you gotta drink your milk if, like, you, you know, you don't want to break any bones, you know, and stuff like that. And they were referring to the calcium that is found in you know, milk. So, you know, that's pretty, calcium is super important. Um, low calcium intake, um, it actually contributes to, to diminished bone density, early bone loss, and an increased risk of fractures. So, like, if you're a parent, make sure that your kid is getting plenty of calcium in their, um, in their diets, you know, if they're, like, allergic to dairy or something like that, there are alternative sources of calcium, and, um, like, if they are so allergic to, like, pretty much, you know, everything, there are, um, there are multiple different calcium, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. There are, uh, supplements, that's the word. There are multiple calcium supplements that you can put your child on, um, so, you know, that's important to remember. Um, I myself was on calcium supplements a few years ago because for some reason, um, well, actually I know the reason I, 
um, was lactose intolerant for the majority of my childhood. And so, you know, um, I had a calcium deficiency, so I had to take some um, calcium supplements to, you know, kind of make up for that. So that was not that was not fun at all, actually. So um, next, I'm going to talk about eating disorders. So like, if you are restricting food intake um, of any sort, you know, like if you even if you're bulimic, you know, that is still like your body still isn't getting the nutrients it needs, which um, can take away. Uh, it can weaken your bone in both, in, you, know, you know, in both sexes. So like, while women are more likely to develop an eating disorder, men, I have known men who have had an eating disorder, you know, so like, just because you're a man, that does not mean that you can't have thyroid issues, that you can't have an eating disorder, you know, like, you know, just because it is more common in one sex doesn't mean that you can't have it if you're a member of the other one, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, if you had any kind of gastrointestinal surgery, you know, so like, if you had to have part of your intestines removed, or um, you had to have your stomach um, shrunk, or, you know, something like that, if you had to have, like, you know, something go on, if you had something going on with, like, your gallbladder, you know, like, any kinds of that kind of stuff, anything dealing with your, with, like, that part of your body, you, um, may be more susceptible to developing, um, you may be more susceptible to developing osteoporosis because your body has a harder time absorbing nutrients like calcium, which therefore weakens your bones, you know, which, like, not good not good at all so you know like obviously if you have cancer there's nothing that anyone can do except perform the surgery so just make sure that you know you talk to your doctor about your concerns you know they they're there to help you they're there to make sure that you live another day but not only to make sure that you live to make sure that you have a reason to keep living. Doctors care about you, okay? Like, they care about you so much. So don't be afraid to talk to your doctor. Don't be afraid to ask him or her questions. You know, just go out there. Be courageous. You know, that good, that good stuff. Um, so when we think of steroids, you know, we... I don't know about... Like, I think of Lance Armstrong, you know, who, like, took steroids... At least I think that was Lance Armstrong. Anyways, you know, like, we think of, like, athletes that have taken steroids to, like, get bigger, to, like, make their muscles bigger, you know, to enhance their performance. Well, steroids, not only can they, um, you know, cause, they can cause so many bad things in your body, like seizures, cancer, transplant rejection, gastric reflux, you know, like, tons of bad stuff in your body. But they actually interfere with the bone rebuilding process. So, like, you may be getting tons of calcium, you know, like, your bones may be, like, doing great, you know, or whatever. But no matter what you do, your bones are constantly rebuilding themselves. 
you know, those osteoclasts come in and they're like, yo, let's get rid of all this dead bone tissue, you know, and so they get rid of it. But then the osteoblasts are like, wait, hold on, what's going on? Huh? Huh? You know, just like they're, they're unable to um, get the signals that they need to do their job. So like, you know, no bueno, not good at all. So, you know, like everything, well, pretty much everything, there are some medical conditions that can make you more susceptible to developing osteoporosis, such as cancer, lupus, liver and kidney disease, celiac disease, and rheumatoid arthritis. So, like, all of these, you know, like, if it comes, like, you know, you are, the doctors are in charge of making sure that you live you know, so, like, if you have, if you have cancer, the doctors are going to do everything in their power to try and save you, you know what I mean, like, they're going to do everything they can, or at least they should be doing everything they can to save you, as long as that's what you want, you know, you can sign, like, the DNR papers, and, you know, that, that, all that good stuff, but if you give them the okay, they are, they are going to do everything they can to save your life, you know, and I think, I think that's, that's just, that's really awesome, but yeah, so now for the fun part, lifestyle choices, if you are an excessive alcohol, like, if you consume alcohol excessively, then, um, you are increasing your risk of osteoporosis because, you know, like we talked about in our episode on the liver, you know, if you are putting too much alcohol into your liver, then it just simply can't filter all of that out. And so it can cause you to develop liver disease, which, ha ha ha, was one of the medical conditions that if you have, you are at a higher risk of developing. So, yeah, just be careful about that. Um, so tobacco use. Ooh, this one's fun. So tobacco can come in all kinds of different forms. You know, like chew is the main thing that I think of when I think of tobacco. So um, we don't really know what, like, how tobacco can, like, play a role in the development of osteoporosis. But... Um, we do know that it is linked to weak bones, to the weakening of bones. So, like, you know, don't, tobacco's gross. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but, okay, now for my favorite part of the episode, the prevention. Whoop, whoop, yay, there is hope for us. So, protein. So, I don't know how many of you guys, like, work out with, like, other people or with a personal trainer, you know, or if you just have that one sibling in your family that's like a freak about like, you know, building muscle, all that good stuff. But I'm sure you have probably heard if you have any of any of the aforementioned people in your lives, protein consumption, you know, protein powders, protein shakes, all that good stuff. Protein consumption is super important in every aspect of life you know, so protein is one of the building blocks of bone. Without protein, 
like your bones are going to be so weak and brittle. But protein, one thing that is really important to mention is that protein doesn't just mean meat, you know? Like, peanuts have protein. Um, Tofu has protein. You know, like, there's tons of different protein options out there that aren't meat-related. And it's just important that you find that balance in your diet because just like how having too little of one thing can cause issues, having too much of another thing can cause issues as well. You can... you know, even having too much fruit is, it can cause issues because like, you know, fruit has sugar in it. You know, that doesn't mean it's bad. In fact, we need sugar. You know, that doesn't mean it's bad at all. But, you know, just make sure you have that balance in your life with what you're eating and everything. Like, dead serious. Okay. So next we have your body weight. So I think we talked about this earlier. I don't know. I'm kind of tired. I don't really remember a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> but so being underweight actually increases the chances of bone loss and fractures and um that is actually like it's pretty 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 crazy um so but like once you think about it it's really not pretty crazy because um when you know if you have smaller bones and you develop osteoporosis then your bone you're going to degenerate faster than somebody with an average size bone because you know there's not as much bone to de- to degenerate you know you know what i'm saying okay yeah but you know just like don't get overweight cuz like people who are overweight just like that's not good either you know just find a good healthy weight you know like um you there's like the BMA the the BMI calculators online but you know those you have to be taken with a grain of salt um so you know it's really all about like how healthy you are you know what i mean like i weigh 155 pounds and my BMI says that i'm overweight but am i no you know like it just that it doesn't take into account the amount of exercise you do or any of those other factors. So just find the body weight that's best for you. And, you know, as long as like you're physically healthy, physically and emotionally healthy, live your life, man. Live your life. All right. Calcium. We love calcium. Okay. So I'm about to blow your mind. Men and women between the ages of 18 and 50 need at least 1,000 milligrams of calcium a day. That's a lot of calcium. Like, a lot. But wait, there's more. So, in women between the ages of 50 and 70, the consumption of calcium actually rises to 1,200 milligrams a day. That's a lot of calcium. But we need that calcium, you know? You know what I mean? So I'm going to give you guys a list of, just like a short little list of some of my favorite calcium foods. You know, you can Google it, look it up in dictionary. I don't really know. Um, Whatever floats your boat, I guess. But, you know, low-fat dairy products. I don't know about you guys, but I love me in the morning a cup of nice low-fat vanilla Greek yogurt. Mm -mm -mm. that is just one of my favorite things to eat for breakfast in the mornings so and then we have the dark leafy vegetables you know like kale and all that good stuff 
you know, um, uh, I've really gotten into, like, the green smoothies, so kale, spinach, you know, throw in a mango here and there, you know, those are pretty great as well, um, sardines, I know what you're about to say, because my friends say it all the time, ew, but, but, sardines are actually chock full of calcium, and they, you just throw it on a little, on the saltine, you know, with a little bit of jelly, oh my gosh, you have yourself a lunch that is the best lunch you could ever have in your life, so good, um, so for those of you who don't know, I was a vegetarian for two years, and so in those two years, I became a big, big fan of tofu, like, I love tofu, I still eat it, even though I'm not a vegetarian anymore, so, like, even if you're like, ew, tofu, and you've never given it a chance, just give it a chance, people, like, it's not as bad as you're making out to be, I can promise you that, so those are just some of the, like, things of calcium that I love, I love, 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 love my calcium, so, yeah, it's pretty great, so, Next, we have vitamin D. So, like, you know, obviously when we think of vitamin D, we think of going outside in the sun. And that is honestly the best place to get vitamin D. Um, Not only does it, not only are you receiving vitamin D when you're outside, but sunshine and, you know, it's happy. You know, it, especially in a time where we just feel so isolated and so lonely, finding that little bit of happiness outside in the sun, you know, like... We need those endorphins that the sun gives us, you know, like we need that in order, you know, if we're going to survive this, we need that. So I would just encourage you guys to get out, get some vitamin D. Good. All right. Finally, like everything else, exercise is one of the best things that you can possibly do. So when you exercise, you are strengthening your bones. First of all, you're releasing endorphins. Second of all. And, you know, you're just making yourself healthy. Like, you're, you're, you're helping yourself out tremendously with exercising. Even if it's just a 20-minute walk every day. Or, you know, if you like, you know, it's all about what kind of exercise you like. You don't have to run a marathon to be healthy. You know, that's such a common misconception. You, you don't have to lift weights to be healthy. You know, just go out and do something exercise you know like it's different for everybody you know that but that doesn't mean that anyone's wrong you know just go out find that exercise that makes you feel good that makes you feel healthy okay like you won't regret it all right you guys so it's almost 11 o'clock here so I should probably be heading out here pretty soon Um, Thank you all so much for tuning in each and every week. Um, For those of you who come back every week, I appreciate you so, so much. You have no idea. Um, (laughs) So yeah, um, once again, um, stay healthy, stay positive in this uncertain time. You know, things are getting better. You know, this isn't going to be the end of us, you guys. You know, we're going to pull through, okay? All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week, and I really, really hope that you guys come back and join us for next week's episode. Um, I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet, but you'll find out next week, so I guess you'll just have to come back. 
All right, have an awesome, awesome, awesome rest of your night and have an amazing rest of your week. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye.